Jesus, this is beyond heat. This is this is above me and beyond heat. This is like this heat. This heat is got some GMO in it or something. Like, what is going on with this heat? And remember, somebody explained it to me. And you remember, I'm in two different states every day. So I leave Chicago. I leave Chicago. And get off the train. And I swear, every time I get off that train and step off out that train station in Indiana, and I promise you, it feels like somebody fire is shut up all in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> it just be like it I mean, it'd be so hot. You can see the air thick. Like it's just uh, hot. Just well, hot. Well, just helping it's just helping out the hot girl summer. Just helping out the hot girl summer. I'm hot so girl summer activated. Welcome to another episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. Oh two chicks and we talking shit. Doing that hey. shit. Hot girl summer shit. Oh, look at you. That's how I feel like look that's how I feel like you. how they be signing when they write that. Well, I'm walking in my summer, I'm walking in my summer. I'm like, they be old school giving us that vibe. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, that's all I got. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Well, let's just um get on into the tea. Um, I'm going to start good and then I'm going to end fucked up. How about that? Sounds like a lot uh, to me. Okay. So, when I tell you... The Emmys are here for us this year. I might watch it this year. Listen, I don't know who's hosting, but I am going to watch. So I will start off by saying um, when they see us mm-hmm. and earned a total of 16, <clears throat> one six, <clears throat> 10 plus 6, mm-hmm. 8 <clears throat> plus 8. Yeah. Eight times two. Four plus 12. Uh, come on now. Nominations this year, including Outstanding Limited Series. Let me just tell you, I am so proud of Ava DuVernay because she took that story and did her damn thing with it, shared it with the world, and everybody is appreciating her. So, you know how... Also, do oh, I don't ahead. know if we haven't talked about it. I'm sorry, but you know how it even came about for her to do this story. I don't think we talked about that when we first talked about it. So go ahead. Uh, Raymond Santana, mm-hmm. slid in her uh, DM. Get out. Yeah, he slid in her DM. He saw he had saw the um, what's the movie she did about Selma? He saw Selma. He saw such a great mm. job. He liked what he she did with Selma. And he said, you know, he um I think he followed her 
and she followed him back, which was a good start because at the time, I think mm-hmm. he was going under something with CP5. So I'm sure that caught her attention. Oh, okay. And then, you know, she said yeah. something about, well, what's next? And he would reply, how about um, the Central Park Five? And he said he slid in her DM, like, you know, you should do the movie or whatever. She said, well, I'll be in New York. They had a conversation. She was like, I'll be in New York in a few months. We can connect. And there you have it, folks. Wow. So, Jarrell Jerome, who mm-hmm. portrayed Corey Wise, earned his first Emmy nod for Outstanding mm-hmm. Lead Actor. Nisi Nash and Ajune Ellis uh, also were nominated for Outstanding Lead Actress in a limited series mm-hmm. or movie. But it didn't stop there. Um, Yonce decided that, you know, she needed an mm. Emmy too. Mm. Or three. Or four. Maybe even six. Because she got six nominations for Homecoming. What? So it is up for Outstanding Variety Special, pre-recorded, Outstanding Music Direction, Outstanding Directing, Outstanding Writing, Outstanding Production Design, and Just Outstanding Costume. So, right. Girl, you knocked me out. <laughs> as co-director, writer, co-musical director, as well as producer of the film, she could walk away with four awards yeah, of her own. Do her like the Grammy. She better come home with some one of those. Right. So, <laughs> Game of Thrones one for nine. <laughs> they landed thirty-two dun, dun, nominations. Dun, 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 dun. Winter is coming. <laughs> So they um they set the record for the most primetime Emmy nominations for a show in a single year. Um, Amazon's Marvelous Miss Mizell got twenty nominations. I've never seen that. Uh, I watch it. Was yeah, it good? It's actually good. It's funny. I well, first of all, sidebar: I love watching anything um, that's dated that has like a. I like. Let me rephrase that. I like watching any timepiece, especially when it's based off the 50s and 60s. Now, I know that wasn't a good time for the black folks, but I just be here for the fashion. Well, we look like we did pretty I'm just good, talking about doing the 50s um, and 60s. This yeah. year. Oh, in general. Yeah. But oh, the, yeah, fashions, the, fashions, the fashions. Oh, yeah. They, right. they was dressing. Right. The gangsters was even dressing. Uh, HBO's Chernobyl got mm-hmm. 19 nominations. Saturday Night Live earned 18. HBO's Barry, along with FX's Fosse Verdon, uh, earned 17 each. Um, I will also point out that <laughs> Pose and This Is This Is Us were nominated for oh, outstanding drama. Built. Billy Porter was nominated for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series along with Sterling K. Brown for This mm-hmm. Is Us and Milo Ventimiglia mm-hmm. from This Is Us. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm picking out who I want to talk about. Um, Viola Davis was nominated for Outstanding Lead Actress of How to Get mm-hmm. Away with Murder. Uh, 
Mahershala Ali, yeah. you know the dude, mm-hmm. uh, you know who I'm, uh, he, he is outstanding, he was nominated for Outstanding Lead Director in a limited series of movies for mm-hmm. True Detective, um, let's see who else I could pick out, Michelle Williams, oh, that's the wrong Michelle yeah, Williams, that's not, never mind, no, uh, <laughs> Don Cheadle, um, was nominated for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series for Black Monday, along with Anthony Anderson okay. for Blackish. Um, well, you know, we all I mean, Nike, all, all the keys. The Black folks have been taking over the television. We have been taking. Ooh, we like also. Oh, you ain't gonna put us on the big screen. We gonna take over this 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 girl, right. fifty-two, thirty-two, and forty-eight inch. Right. House of Cards got hmm, a few nominations. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Um, I don't know a lot of people on Handmade Tale, but some folks got nominated. That's my show. Um, That's my show. Let's make sure I didn't miss any more of our people as I scroll through this list. Oh, okay. Laverne Cox. Uh, was nominated for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Drama mm-hmm. Series for Orange is yeah, New Black, Cicely yeah, Tyson for How to Get Away ch- with ch- Murder. Ch- the day is full. Cage is full. The is full. Cage is full. <laughs> uh, Felicia Rashad also for This Is Us. There's a lot of nominations, so I could keep going and going, but those are our people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. excited about all of that. Um, so the Lion King comes out this week, and so you know Beyonce has been making her little you know debut at all of the um, mm-hmm. premieres. She looked amazing in London. She met all yeah, of the royalty. I saw that. Uh, and. Um, you know, she sat down with uh, Good Morning America while she was over in London and just dropped a little bomb that she said the inspiration behind the Lion King soundtrack uh, that she curated and produced. Um, Africa mm-hmm. was the backdrop. It's a love okay, letter to love Africa. Letter. Four page letter to my people. She wanted it to be she wanted it to be authentic to what is beautiful about the music of Africa. She said they used a lot of drums and incredible new sounds mixed with some of the producers mm. from Africa. So uh, Lion King, The Gift, is scheduled to be released on Friday. July 19th, the same day the movie hits mm-hmm. theaters. So, I'm excited. Yeah. I know one thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, no disrespect to title, but I'm going to need that Beyonce album to drop on Apple Music because ain't nobody got time. I'm sure it'll be everywhere because it's um a soundtrack and I'm pretty sure Disney owns the rights to that shit. Even well, though she did her thing, Disney don't play it when they put in their name for like it's their shit. It's the Lion King soundtrack. No, Beyonce's maybe is is like conjunction with the Lion King. But Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. the Lion King the Lion King out. soundtrack already out. Oh, yeah, because you've been listening to yeah, the steer for how long? One time, one time. <laughs> but yeah, but okay, the, good job. Good the job. Beyonce soundtrack, the Beyonce, the uh, the Lion <laughs> King, right, no, 
the gift. The Lion King soundtrack is already out with like songs from the original motion picture, whatever. Is that so? It's like the score. Gotcha. What Beyonce doing is different. That come out Friday, and that's what I don't want. How to be playing with title with? Like, go and tell Jay he gotta let this thing go. Yeah, she probably won't because the last few times she just dropped Mm -hmm. everything everywhere. Um, so we both grew up um looking at mm-hmm. Ebony and Jet magazine in our households. I didn't even have to ask you. I just know why because we black. Our mamas is black, and every black mama was buying yep. Ebony and Jet um the jet when books, we were kids. Yeah, all and in so the all in the living room, we had so many damn magazines. They was everywhere. So a significant um portion of the Ebony and Jet um, photo archives is going on the auction block Mm -hmm. tomorrow. The archive contains pictures from 1945 to 2015. There's about a million printed images and three million negatives and several thousand hours Mm. of video footage. They said some of this has never been seen. And if you think about it, so many iconic pictures were on the cover of mm-hmm. Ebony and or Jet. So, like, if you think about, I don't want to say, this is a negative one, but, like, Emmett yeah. Till and his funeral, like, that was on the cover. Um, correct. Dang, listen, I'm really being morbid, <laughs> but these are ones that I'm thinking iconic. But, like, Coretta Scott King, that photo of her and her, um, and Martin Luther and King, her daughter yeah. and Dr. King's funeral. Um, there's like, you know, James Baldwin, Muhammad Ali, all these like iconic photos. But there's some that haven't even been seen that people say are even better than what made it um, to the cover. So the archive is supposedly worth $47 million. I guarantee you, Jay Z, about to buy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, the bids are expected to start around $13.5 million. Um, so Johnson Publishing owes Capital Holdings some money. Look, <laughs> so this is why some of this I would like is to make going up for auctions. If you have ever in your life <laughs> made a subscription to Ebony or Jet and you did not pay out your subscription, Get on people their money so he can pay these people. <laughs> like, for real, y'all. Like, my God. Right. The reason they out of business. We the reason Columbia House went out of business. Columbia House. We ain't, we ain't worried about them. But support black businesses. Yeah. It's cool. They done got rid of their shit anyway. Just like BT and everything else we own. Right. Never mind. Let me stop before I get angry. All right. Um, let's see. Where do I want to go next? Um, let's talk about salt oh, and pepper. Shit. So, as you know, for years it has been salt, pepper, and spinderella. Right? That's how you know the little song goes. They've been you know mm-hmm. a little trio for years. Well, spinderella apparently got kicked out the group. Like. Over the past few months, she got kicked out the group, and Cinderella is no longer in Salt and Pepper. 
she's not touring with with them at all. She's not with them, and that she's a major part of their show. Like so she's a DJ. She's what get them hyped. She. <laughs> they might have hired like them another DJ. Who knows? They like, you know. Look, so <laughs> you know what they're doing. Yeah, I know. Yep. So got a lot of let me tell you what they what happened. So they got into it, and it is over money. And now Cinderella is suing her former groupmates for unpaid royalties, trademark infringement, fraud, hey. and breach of contract. This ain't personal. This business. She <laughs> right. She says her longtime groupmates have had. Uh, a habit of discounting her and it started when she was promised one third of the royalties earned from the legendary um, group's um, best of album in 1999 but she never received it Uh, she did not receive any notification of the record's existence until she received an unexpected phone call from Peppa saying that Salt would pay her $125,000 for the album she Mm. never got that then she was informed that her uh, that Salt and Pepper made over six hundred thousand dollars in royalties in the last ten years, but she has never seen a fraction well, of. Now it. they ought to be shy. So then they also claim that Salt and Pepper um, told her that she would share equally in the VH1 um, show, the Salt and Pepper show, about their rise to fame. But she was left out of contract negotiation and only received minimal compensation for a guest role mm, on the mm, show. Mm. They ought to be shamed. She also right. She also said some people asked her to reduce her agreed upon pay during their Las Vegas residency that began last October. She accepted a deal which would defer 50% of her pay for the Vegas shows in return for a higher per show fee for the group's national reunion tour with New Kids on the Block. She said that on January 4th, after she ex- ex- accepted that deal, she was fired from the group. This folks said, oh, right. y'all want to play games with me? <laughs> so you want to play? Pay. Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. Because that's what they did. And it's not. That's basically what they did. Yeah. They was like, "Fuck you." Stupid though. We gonna you gonna try to finagle and finesse somebody out their money? They bogus. We all know it's Salt, Pepper, and Spinderella. It's been like this for years. How y'all go do her like that? How y'all go do her dirty when she's an integral part right. of y'all? Now what should group? happen is every time they should go perform, they should be like Spinderella, Spinderella. Spend right, spend and they'll be mad because low key, high key, Spinderella was the cutest one out the group. Um, and she the only one that still look look young. And That's look what good. it is. They was like, and, yeah, okay, get this hoe out of here. She's still in our shine. <laughs> right. Um, I don't want to talk about this, but I am. I'm. I'm gonna just say this, dear streaming services. Um, there should be a cap on how many of y'all it is. I'm tired of these people coming up with new streaming services so that people can watch some of their favorite shows. Um, I'm tired of y'all raising y'all prices. Netflix going up on their prices. And now um, Warner Media is 
creating a new streaming service called HBO Max. It has nothing to do with HBO Go or HBO so Now. But they are trying to bring diverse programming <laughs> to their streaming platform. So they are taking friends off of Netflix. Don't know why um, nobody miss it. So and it will go to HBO. It'll go off, go on to HBO Max. HBO Max is getting paid $425 million between 2020 to 2025 for Friends. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is going to HBO Max. I've never seen uh, Pretty Little Liars, but that's also going. And then they're going to have, obviously, their own, their own programming. But listen, all I got to say is I myself i'm not paying for another streaming service disney not gonna get none of my money um hbo max can keep this little bullshit that they trying like i'm yeah, i'm really I'm not tired doing, i got I'm rid of cable and i'm not gonna replace this, it with nah, 200 dollars worth of streaming this. services Look, get the fuck out of here Hulu, and you're gonna get this young netflix <laughs> right and we're gonna keep doing what we've been yeah. doing to get those other channels I.e. rush your login. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, okay, so on last Thursday, immediately after we um, posted last week's episode, R. Kelly was arrested uh, and faces a 13-count hmm. indictment here in Chicago. Five additional charges are out of New York, and those include racketeering, forced labor, and sexual exploiting children. Um, the difference with these charges is that um, all the people that he formerly were paying um, decided that their bank accounts were dry and have started working with feds and said, here are 20 videotapes of R. Kelly doing an inappropriate thing I'm gonna say with this. children. Everybody who's been involved, now y'all want to come out because y'all don't have no money and y'all want to start ratting him out and everything like that. Everybody that's been involved in this mess should take the, go to jail too. They should FaceTime too. Right. And I think they would be facing time if they didn't agree, didn't work, agree to work with the oh, federal so they prosecutors. So what I am reading, yeah, so they basically are snitching. They do have some immunity in all of this because of the information and evidence that they have provided the federal okay. prosecutors. So he so he was in court today. The motherfucker well, said not guilty. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Not guilty. And so um, after he entered his plea, the judge rejected um, his petition mm. for bond. So he's still in his little orange jumpsuit at the federal penitentiary here As he in should. Chicago. Um, they said the defendant can entice girls to his own doorstep as they <laughs> he doesn't have to even leave his mm. home to do that. So um, I think that this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I do think it is unfortunate 
that we had to wait until these people didn't have the money anymore coming into their accounts um, to do, to, you know, turn over this evidence and work with the feds. I think it's stupid, but I think he's going to jail jail now. So I have no sympathy. I don't even care. I'm not keeping up with it. I'm not watching it anymore. Um, don't drop the soap. So I like to tell him. <laughs> and I, <laughs> That's all I got for him. And for them two knucklehead girls, just stop. Just stop it. Just, <laughs> just stop. Like, I get y'all grown. Y'all want to say y'all mama knew where y'all was at. Yada, yada, yada. But y'all ain't finna tell me that y'all was so in love with this man <sighs> that you ain't want to be like, I'm out. Like, I got to go to my mama now. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, so I I, I don't want to get into this because yeah, we could we'll go. But like, I'm really tired. I'm tired of a certain young lady's parents because she, they just sold their daughter off to him, and then now you want to make it a big deal. Like, we want her to come home. We miss her. We need like right. she done with y'all. Like she quote unquote happy where she at, but she's definitely. Um, done with y'all, and it's right. y'all. It's y'all own fault. It's y'all own but, fault. Yeah. So I mean, what else is new under the sun? <laughs> um. Do you want to talk about Cheeto? <laughs> when you say Cheeto, do you mean that new Cheeto chicken KFC trying to poison people with? We- let me just, let me just yeah, we can talk about, about that for a couple minutes because, listen, if you are out there going to KFC ordering this chicken sandwich that is dipped in, che- in boiled Cheetos, because that's Your what I feel like it is. Some boiled in the toilet and you should flush it down. Something is wrong you with should, you. You should turn orange. Something forever. is wrong. <laughs> I don't understand why that would entice you to <laughs> drive into KFC of all places and order a Cheeto chicken sandwich. But no, I'm not talking about Cheetos. Anybody eat that sandwich. And you're not going to tell me that there's any part of that sandwich that is good. I will judge you. I will judge you. And I will judge you. Agreed. Okay, um, over the weekend, Cheeto was in the White House eating McDonald's (laughs) and dipping his fries in a Frosty because, you know, he don't eat Hold on, hold on. Um, Wait, this is not the story I thought I was going to get. Say this again. I'm just talking about, you know, he ain't had nothing else better to do over the weekend. So he was on Twitter and um, he decided to say, and I'll sum it up, um, (laughs) that these four progressive congresswomen should just go back to the countries that they came from and fix their terrible governments and not worry about what's going on here 
in the United States. And that's me paraphrasing. He's an asshole. Here's my thing. And I saw it. So I don't know if I saw it on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or where. But what I'm going to need for them to do is while ICE is kicking down people's doors, if we're going to kick down people's doors and make them go back to their homelands, please could kick down some of these European doors. Australia, like all um, of these other countries where the people are uh, of a, a, a lighter shade, kick their doors down too as well. Like if we're going to do this, let's be fair. But what you're not going to do is get the time for people to go back to their own countries when your own great-grandfather wasn't even born here. Nor your wife. Listen, all... And the congresswoman he spoke of, there was only one who was not born in the United States of America. So they have every right to criticize what go, what's going on in their homeland. And these are the people that the constituents voted into office to criticize what is wrong and help correct it. You, this motherfucker, I begin so angry just looking at him and listening to him. Then he just kept talking this week when he was like, if you're not happy here, you can leave. Nigga, please. you should leave. Like, please you, leave. Please, leave. please, this country is, this country <laughs> was born and built off of other people being either forced to come pushed to come um it was once like it you know just this country is built off the backs of people who are immigrants whether they are voluntary or involuntary and so if you can't deal with that then you don't need to be the president in the words of Layla Hathaway as she tweeted today Motherfuckers stole a whole hmm. country, raped and pillaged, fed their babies with milk from whom they raped May folks and pillaged. Hey, let's not, let's, hey, if we're going to go there, let's go there. You came over here nasty because you don't wash your feet <laughs> and your legs. You came over here carrying all kinds of diseases and, and plague and, and everything else. That folks sick who are living healthy, happy lives, minding their own goddamn business, being one being with one the fucking with the earth. earth and the spirits. You bring y'all asses over here eating right, seasoned with food, your bland, badass Ebola uh, <laughs> infected meat and health <laughs> issues and came over here to mess the folks, then tried to kill them break them and everything else and have right. audacity like this land is my land this land is your land <laughs> this from land California is your land from get your you go no you go <laughs> get and your shit and hey, get the fuck now, out why are you here and I did shit God since you've been damn. here but just cause havoc. Ain't fixed shit. We trillion dollars in debt because y'all just print more money that we ain't even got. What's Only the thing y'all did since y'all been here is try to make, try to convince folks 
that y'all are the the top guns or y'all are the majority when you don't do shit. Chill. All they have done is try to get us to eat potato salad with raisins in it. <laughs> All they have done is try to reinvent the fried bologna sandwich and we've been For eating years. Now here you come. I don't even know what the All fuck that was. All they do is try to put breadcrumbs on macaroni All they do is I'm not cook that happy. chicken without cleaning it and then wonder why they got E. coli. Get the Get away from me. Get out. Ooh. All they do is sprinkle a pinch of salt and pepper on their chicken. Thing. Talking about, I seasoned my no, you chicken. Didn't. No, bitch. You didn't. You sprinkled no, you did chicken. Not. No, you didn't. Ooh, child. I, I am tired. I'm so tired. tired. You just like the devil. All you have done is came and still killed and destroyed. That's what you do. <laughs> and got the nerve to say can't nobody else come over here what? No, no, no 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 you Mexicans, Nicaraguans people from Honduras and all Central America Brazil no 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 no, no, no. Mm-mm. Cuba Mm-mm. y'all no. stay down there we don't want none of y'all brown people up here get the Please. fuck out of here Please. thieves <sighs> all right we need to take a second right. and calm I need down. A shot or something. Shit. <laughs> we'll be right back. Check out our sponsor, Anchor. Okay. We are. <laughs> you breathing, girl? I'm breathing. That is amazing. We um are back. We are calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> and it is time for girl talk. Mm. And so. You might just get riled right back up. (laughs) I'm sure we won't be as mad as we just were. Triggered. We definitely got triggered. Um, I don't think we ever went off like that before. That's going to be hilarious to hear back. (laughs) So, um, I, um, I, as well as Fee, we are fans of the female black rap. I shouldn't say black. The female rap movement that's going on right now. Act up, you um, can get some. Act up, mm-hmm. you can get So we got the city girls out here. They popping. Mm-hmm. Our our play cousin Cardi been popping for a minute. Yeah, Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion. She done came out gunning with, you know, with her Fever album. Mm-hmm. Not saying those are, um, I'll say, um, sweetie, I don't really listen to her as much. But, you know, she, you know, talk about an A-figure nigga. That's her type. Light-skinned Keisha. Like, yeah, light-skinned Keisha. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many artists. Even Trina dropped a recent album. Not calling her, like, not saying she's a new female rapper but she released a you know a new album that's right along the same lines as you know everybody else and so for some reason people magazine felt the need to speak to Jermaine Dupree on last week to see um how he felt about the latest wave of female rappers that are taking over the charts and 
And he basically says they're all rapping about the same thing. I don't think they're showing us who's the best rapper. For me, it's like strippers rapping. As far as rap goes, I'm not getting who is the best rapper. Um, He pissed everybody off. Mm-hmm. You know, Cardi came after him. Um, I, I mean, literally everybody has something to say. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that Jermaine Dupree is fucking irrelevant, but he ain't did nothing that I am really excited about since um, the Life and Times album that he did back in 99. And that was a long ass time ago. So, mm-hmm. sir, why do you feel like you have the opinion here to say that they're not good rappers? Right. And what are these niggas talking about? Getting high, fucking bitches, selling drugs. They don't, even, they don't talk about, they don't really rap about uh, selling drugs. They mostly rap about doing drugs. Doing drugs. Doing drugs. Cheating on fucking hoes. hoes. Cheating on hoes. Shooting people. Uh, <laughs> buying hoes stuff. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and other things and whatever else they're rapping about, you can't even understand it because they need a translation. Right, they mumbling. And them yo Atlanta they, rappers, they, right, JD. they mumbling. Um, or just not saying nothing at all. Like, so... So, yeah. yeah. I, um, he's pretty much doesn't have an opinion for me, but I did see that our girl Trina... She was on Head Crack um, After Hours mm-hmm. um, for Dif- Dish Nation, and she had something to say. Here we go. So, so what's your take on it? Because so there I, are a lot of people who are not rapping like they're strippers. Yeah, because I don't get the whole strippers thing. Like, what do strippers got to do? Like, a bunch of strippers rapping because I don't think uh, City Girls, Carisha's not a stripper. She never was a stripper. Like, I don't, I don't really understand that part. What I would say, though, is this. Like, you have... Uh, don't try to knock the women that's coming up that's out here doing their thing. Like it was a it was mm-hmm. a vague, blank, a dead spot. It was like Casper the Ghost on female artists for a moment for a couple of almost a decade. True. Now that these girls are coming into the game and doing their thing, um, I don't really feel like they should really focus so much on what they rap about. Rap about what your life is, what's happening in your life. These are young girls. They having fun. They doing their thing. They yep. out here traveling, yep. getting their bags, securing mm-hmm. their bags, talking yep. about what they see going on, clubbing, partying securing the bags like dudes being goofy whatever whatever is in your life you can't that's what you're talking about you're not talking about bible study if you're not that's not what you're doing right, exactly. you're not talking about being a lawyer if you're not going to school to be a lawyer you're not talking about being a judge you're talking about life the lifestyle having fun doing your thing and don't get me wrong i'm listening to these girls i'm listening to these songs i'm like you can't sing girls i mean you got number one hits on the record yeah. right now i mean and, and it's a genre that comes from under me it comes from miami so they're bound to win like when i think of it it's like me all over against our 1998 so of course I'm gonna support it all the way 100 when I hear them talking. I feel the exact right. Same they rapping about way. what they and they said it like they done met dudes and let's just be honest. That's what you know. Women, some women, most women, young girls. Like I mean, we did not all. You know, I ain't gonna say we ain't gonna incriminate myself, but you know, um, <clears throat> I've 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 known people. Right. That you know, just do their thing, right? They, right, they just doing their thing and they rapping about it. And then on top of that, you have women that's out here trying to get in the game 
that straight up bona fide lyricists that can go yes. hard and, and rap better than some of these men and they're not out here talking about none of the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? They they get right. solid bars. But here's the thing. Right. They don't have that aesthetic that mainstream want to see or hear. Ooh. Just like you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's harder for them to get out there and get pushed just like Tierra Wack. She's being featured on Beyonce album, but she ain't out here rapping mm-hmm. like your Cardi's or your City Girls. Right. Or not. Like she spits fire. Bars. Bars. You Bars. Know what I'm and, and, and <laughs> it's another chick. I can't even think of Cheeky Chica. She was on. I follow her, but I can't really say her name. But she's another one that spits heavy. And it's like, these like the girls that's going to come out with, you know, the bikinis on or the bodysuits and the heels. They're going to come out in their regular fits. They're about to give you mm-hmm. these 16 bars and they are going yep. to kill. But y'all don't, the mainstream and the radios and all that, y'all not going to play that and y'all don't want to hear that. Nope. Nope. Mainstream want to hear what's out right. there. Mainstream want to see what's out there. Because I guarantee you, if Meg the Stallion was just as tall as she was, super skinny, nobody, right. um, looking regular with like a baseball cap on, just spitting the bars that she's spitting, she wouldn't no. be getting the same attention that she would be right. getting. So, you know, the sex sales. And that that's the bottom line. And it's nothing. It's nothing like, wrong I mean, with it. But Remy ain't the best lyricist, but she another one. Like too. she, she not out here rapping on all that other ends. She's a married woman. She's a, a mother, and she raps on that. She ain't getting the the play and the notoriety that she should. So I just feel like what Jermaine Dupree said was a bunch of bull. And we can go back Word. to the Lil Kims and the Foxies. I remember. If you remember in the Biggie movie when, you know, LaKim was rapping to Biggie and she mm-hmm. started rapping hard. She was rapping about street stuff. And yeah. he was like, don't nobody want to hear that from no female. Right. And so she came with the nasty stuff and that's what got her on. But that didn't mean she can't rap right. rap for real. Like all these women right. can rap rap for real. Don't get it twisted. Right. They, they can all rap rap for real. But they doing what sells. Sex sells. Unfortunately. They got it. And got it. what really irritates my soul is when Ooh, you ha- not just my soul. soul. It irritates my bad soul. It it really irritates when, when you have people like, so these the rappers that y'all want to follow. These the rappers that y'all, mm-hmm. y'all want to support. This is what y'all want for y'all to represent women. No, this is what y'all putting out. Because when you got the real ones out there that's representing, y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to play that. Y'all don't want to see that. Another one, right. Young M.A. Yep. I like that I love, I love her. She has bars. She, but y'all, and she sound better than some of these right. niggas out here in the street. And, and she can probably snatch up your woman, too. But y'all, huh? but y'all don't want to hear it for her, and y'all ain't finna put her on like that. Because Mm-mm. she not giving well, she definitely ain't finna do it. But 
She don't yeah, have Yeah, but that. she got a whole different right. vibe. And they ain't she on don't it. have the ecstatic that y'all want. So Jermaine Dupree can, can kill me with that. And I ain't seen him produce or uh, have a woman on his team since uh, Brat. Right. Okay. Well, enough of the negativity when it comes to the hot girl summer. Mm-mm. Cause my friend right now she got her curly sewing. It's enough. She out here looking like Tawana Braxton, y'all. Y'all better watch it. Hot girl summer has been activated. Hmm. So it's funny. I was asking D for like, I was just like, hey D, uh, what should we talk about this week on the podcast? He's like, you should talk about hot girl summer. And I was like, oh, okay, what's your opinion of hot girl summer? And so, and it's not just him. Every man that I speak to Mm -hmm. believes that Hot Girl Summer is just girls out here fucking over niggas, getting fucked as much as they want to, and, um, you know, doing their thing. I don't think it's that, though. I do not think it's that either. And I have... I don't even think... I'm sorry. I don't even think it has anything to do with anything sexual me either sis let's talk about it Uh, go ahead so i read an article about hot girl the huffington post wrote an article talking about you know exactly what is hot girl summer they talked to meg a little bit Mm -hmm. and this is one one sentence that stuck out to me and this is why i feel like even though I am partnered up, booed up, or whatever you want to call it, um, I too, I too <laughs> can have a lukewarm auntie. You can have a seat at the table. <laughs> is what you're trying to say? Yes, because this is what it says, sis. It says, a hot girl summer vibe has uncontainable confidence, mm-hmm. charisma, and energy. Mm-hmm. There's Someone who feels hot as hell in every sense of the word and isn't afraid to live their truth every single moment of the day. Mm. That, don't, that, that don't say nothing about getting fucked. That's saying I got good energy. I'm having a ball. I'm having a good time. I'm going to brunch. I'm living my best <laughs> I'm life. Like, I ain't going back. I ain't going back going and forth with you, nigga. That's what I think it means. I'm my best life. Exactly. That's exactly your what best it life is. For the summer. You having yourself a good old time. You at all the day parties. You at all the mm-hmm. rooftop joints. You at all. Yep. The, you at all the swimming parties. You at all the street festivals. You on trips. Sure. You just, you know, you just having a good old hunky dory time, and you looking cute doing it. That's for me. That's what it's about. It's about the brunches. The rooftops, yes. the day parties, the yes. festivals, the trips, all that. It ain't got nothing to do with uh, taking no man money, having sex with a bunch of dudes. You can have a hot, you can have a hot girl summer and don't touch, see, touch, or feel a man. Mm, talk it's about, about it, doing you, having fun, having a good old time. Go get you some good energy. And and, and let me say this. You can't have a hot girl summer with no messy bitches. You gonna have a hot girl summer 
with your girls that's drinking water, minding their business, and being a blessing. Okay, have a hot girl summer sitting around with your friends gossiping and shit. That's not what we're doing for 2019 for the hot girl summer. So, yeah, that's what I think it is. But um, I will be having, like you said, a lukewarm summer. (laughs) <laughs> because uh like my girl Kia from the Getting Grown podcast that you see, I don't know if you listen to them, but she made a post. Not, no, I she made a what she say? made a post and she just said, I just would like to say that Auntie pretty much what she said is Auntie Delegation is already tired from the hot girl summer. And yeah. we're gonna let the twenty somethings go ahead and carry us the rest of the way. And so, you know, I'm kind of ingredients. Like, I, I would give y'all a little bit. I'm going to do a brunch. I'll probably do a rooftop, but it can't be too hot because I am mel- uh, melanin deficient and I can't get somebody. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go on the rooftop, but they got umbrellas. They got umbrellas up here and I got hypertension, so I can't be out here on this all the sun with my medication. Like, I got... I mm-hmm. want to be a hot girl summer, but you know, there's limitations and I need to sign a um, disclosure before I do mine. So I'm going to try. I'm going to give y'all a good leg, but honey, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, it sounds like that we have given you all of the key ingredients to have your hot girl summer or your lukewarm auntie <laughs> summer. Good energy, fun, great people, mm-hmm. and no drama. no drama. And being cute. That's the be cute while yes. you do it, sis. Did you, oh, look, yes. y'all, my sis got her whole birthday so in ready. She ready, y'all. Birthday coming up. You hear me? She got oh. I'm look like Tawanda Braxton. She ready, y'all. Yes, I am. She She's is ready. ready. Can't I wait? Mm-hmm. All right. Lukewarm. Here I come. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, we're back and it is time for Ain't That Some Shit. And um <sighs> you got some stuff, sis? I do. Okay. Not a lot. I'm going to keep it quick because I know you got something that we want to talk about as well. So the first thing that I want to touch on, um, if you have not heard already, according to the New York New York Times, the officer um, who is responsible for mm-hmm. killing Eric Garner will not mm-hmm. be charged um, nope. for his death. The nope. um, attorney general I think that's the attorney general has yeah. decided to not go further with the case stating that is is not enough evidence to um pros- prosecute the officer um what's his name Pantelio whatever yeah um, so i heard with this that they went after the wrong um like convictions or the wrong, yeah, because they tried to charge him with the wrong thing, or I see a, that they, a charge that was too 
that required too many, like it had to be very specific requirements for that charge to be brought against somebody. Right, because they tried to do a federal civil rights violation. There we go. I'm slow. And I don't know if, you know, but um, the thing is, I don't know if that, like you said, that may have, I don't know anything about law, but that may have been the wrong um, thing, thing to charge him with, seeing that he did actually put Eric Garner in a chokehold, and according to I think I don't know if it's police, New York police law, or just police law. Period. You cannot put someone that you are trying to arrest um, in a chokehold. So right. um, the police officer is still working. He's still getting paid. He still has his pension. They are in the process of trying to determine if he would get fired or not. They were saying that he was under one trial for it and the judge hasn't um, come to a uh, decision and like I guess the chief of police or whatever is trying to make a decision based off that. But as of now, he is still getting paid. He is on desk duty and he's been on desk duty for the past five years. So they were hoping that this case would kind of do a turnaround when it comes to police brutality, but we still have some work to do. Yeah. Um, speaking of police officers, mm. the root, according to the root, um, a white security guard who we will refer to him as Paul Blart. Mall cop. Yep. Um, okay. pulled out a gun on a black cop who was in full uniform because he had a gun. Oh. In Ohio, um, a police officer was, you know, he was on duty, but he took some time to take care of some personal business. Um, I think at the IRS, as he went in, uh, Paul Blart saw him and, you know, told him that he had to put his gun back into the car. He couldn't bring his gun into the office. And the police officer explained to him that I'm on duty and I cannot do that. And so Paul Blart got a little irate, pulled his gun out, and followed the police officer outside of the building. And the police officer said he just tries to comply because it was other people in the office, and he did not want for Paul Blart to start shooting and shoot a civilian mm. in the case. He said, however, at the same time, I feared for my life because I did not know if this man was going to shoot me in the back. Jesus Christ. Mind you, this yeah, man officer. had full uniform, badge, mm, mm, all of them. Mm, mm, Clearly, mm, mm. you could tell he was a police officer. But Paul Blart just could not believe that a black man can be a, with the police officer. Can be a police officer and be allowed. Who got his nigga a gun? They <laughs> <laughs> ain't just get this one a flashlight. Right. He got his nigga a gun. He was like, uh, dude, he was like Samuel L. Jackson, uh uh character on um Damn. What was the movie with Jamie oh, Foxx? I uh I the Quinn Tarantino movie where uh Django. Oh, Django. Oh, you're talking about Django. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you said Quentin Tarantino. 
who got this nigga a gun? Uh, and to lighten it up. Well, well, I'm going dark, so let <laughs> I know, but just a moment to let people breathe. So y'all know we had an alligator in Chicago in Humble Park <laughs> that they called Chance the Snapper. The man they called little baby. <laughs> they called him today. And the man <laughs> who caught him will be allowed or will be pitching out the first ball at the Chicago oh, Cubs, Cubs game. Because they could not find anybody else who had done anything better in the great city of Chicago than this person who found the alligator that technically was not bothering anybody. <laughs> technically. I mean, we ain't heard nobody get snapped at. We ain't heard like none of that. Y'all didn't name the fucker. Now all of a sudden y'all want to celebrate. I swear. That's all I got. <laughs> I just when I saw that, I said, you know what? Where's where where's life for that? Because I know she probably like what? <laughs> she's probably just shaking her head. You know, she was I, like, you, I know, am, she was, you know Lori Lightfoot was in uh can G like say what now? <laughs> what you say not You say you say say what now? Ooh, hey folks, who doing what? She she was in K and G. My stomach hurt. Oh, that hurt. Ooh, That's that hurt. all I got. Lord Jesus help me. Okay. Um, so I have two stories. The first one comes out of Northeast, um, DC. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine, um, you know, it's a hot summer day, you know, everybody out in the hood and, um, your mama said, Oh, the ice cream truck about is coming up the street. Go on and get your money and go on out there and get you some ice cream. You 10 years old. You, you get you like, Oh shoot. I'm gonna go get me some ice cream. Mm-hmm. You step outside your house. To get ice cream, and that is the last thing you ever do. Um, Eleven, eight people have been arrested in the murder of ten-year-old Makaya Wilson. Eight people killed a ten-year-old. Yes, according to the indictment, all of the suspects were a part of a street gang known as the Glizzy Murder Gang Mm. or Wellington Park. The indictment named 11 suspects and said it stemmed uh, from disputes between rival neighborhoods. The gunmen fired more than 60 shots, got back. They jumped out of their car, fired more than 60 shots, got back into the Infinity sedan and sped off. Four other people, including um, Makaya's 18-year-old sister, were shot and wounded. The, the um, U.S. Marshals offered a five thousand um, for a ninth suspect. Um, so, like this, it's just so a gang really just basically just like to shoot any random people. Yeah, it was a bunch of niggas outside. People was he they I guess they was upset that you know people having a good time. They don't like that that neighborhood. So they decided to get in their car, drive over to this neighborhood, and spray it up. Fuck the innocent kids, mamas, um, senior citizens, anybody else that's just outside trying to have a good-ass day. 
you fucktards gotta I hate y'all just don't know how to act and it ain't just like DC like we hear that shit here in Chicago like it get hot outside and I am praying for the city on this weekend because it's it's going to be very hot and it's going to be too fucking hot to want to do anything sit your ass down well during the day it may be quiet as soon as the sun go down it's gonna be some popping because niggas just don't know how to act when it gets hot outside it's like they pin up all their frustration that they done had through october november december january february and march and then between may 31st and september 5th they want to just spray up the whole city and this is in a lot of urban neighborhoods it's too hot like i just don't understand you already hot you already irritated because it's hot like just go sit down you know roll you up a blunt get under a fan and just go to sleep that's all i gotta say okay. yeah okay so um last story that i will talk about um is um it's kind of it's very sad and I didn't hear anything on the news about it. And that is why I, you know, I'm bringing it up in this segment because I feel like our media mm-hmm. tries to suppress things that mean things to certain communities. Um, I was mm-hmm. in a nail shop Hot the other day. for real. And I'm telling you, I ain't going to tell you what color I got on my toes, but I'll send you a picture. Let's okay. um, <laughs> get. Give myself that. Um, and it was funny, they have two TVs in this nail salon. One TV was on NBC News, the other TV was on CBS News, and nightly news was on. And they keep the subtitles on so you could watch it and know what they talk about. And it was almost the exact same words on both screens talking about Trump and the congresswomen and him being racist, almost word for word. But the story I'm about to share is about a 75-year-old who has dedicated her life to African-American activism who was found dead in the trunk of her car and no and no one knows what's Tim. going on. It's, well, no one knows what's going go on. Ahead. This, her name, I'm sorry, her name is Sadie Roberts-Joseph. She's 75 years old. She was she's the founder of the African American Museum. Um, what else can I say about her? Um, she was a community activist. Um, this is the African American, I'm sorry, museum mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, everybody knew who she was. She was a known activist. She was a matriarch to Baton Rouge as the mayor of Baton Rouge said they said she was part of the mm-hmm. fabric of their city and they don't know why anyone would want to do this to her well I saw a story today where they they have um, they have arrested mm-hmm. a suspect um, yes well if you, if you already know what you're going to keep telling it you want me to keep telling it because oh, okay. I would go go there um, I don't know. So, see, a part of me doesn't want to believe Same that this here. is the person Why? that did it, 
like the conspiracy in me doesn't but according to NPR um they have a suspect his name is Ron Germain Bell he is an African American man and is a former mm-hmm. tenant in a building that um Miss Roberts Joseph owned and reportedly owned her, owed her $1200 in rent prior mm-hmm. to this incident um I don't believe that this is who did it. I feel mm-hmm. like they're trying to pin it on him. Not saying that he, like, he does have a background. He is a known, like, sex offender and has some other arrests. Um, but it's kind of odd to me that activists that have spoken out about the um, police misjustice in Ferguson mm-hmm. are coming up dead, missing. They don't know where they are. Like, they quote-unquote committed suicide. Like, I'm normally not a conspiracy theorist, but when so many people connected to one incident are coming up You just can't. No. Yeah. That was me. When I saw it, when I saw that they had a suspect, and I clicked on the link, and I saw who it was, and I read it, I was just like, it was just something that I just... I just had a hard time believing that that was it. And even yeah. if he did do it, I, I would really not be do. surprised if he was coerced to do it. Yeah. And it's odd because um, we talked about it a few months ago. A couple other gentlemen who are activists from the Ferguson area and outside of Ferguson, one mm-hmm. of them was burned in his car. And it was like right. always their car. Like like it's like they are following them. They like know their movements or something. I don't know. I ain't a conspiracy theorist or nothing. Yeah. But this shit is weird. And I really would like someone to pay attention to this because this is serious. And people are losing their lives, and all of only these people just want all they want to do is make I'm just gonna the say world this. a better place. And so, y'all out here focusing on the wrong shit. Y'all need to look alive. Put them damn old people damn uh, filters down, and pay attention. <laughs> yes, I am tired of seeing everybody from the Life movie. That's all they look on my timeline. It's characters from Life. I'm tired. Is real shit going on. People are losing their lives and dying. Exactly. We're all out here fucking playing. That's all I got to say. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Feel mad. All right. It's time. I'm not singing. Um, on a positive note. Want to say? So... On a positive note. On a positive note. On a positive note, note, on a positive note. Okay. I do. Watch out my story, y'all. It's cool. Well, go Every first. other go week first. she gives me, first. so let's see what she got. No, 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 no. no. I want to see. I'm going to just close my okay. eyes. According to the root, um, rained out by Hurricane Barry, Delta Sigma Theta, Senior sorority turns canceled convention day into major food donations. 
Oh, go ahead, Delta. Right. Y'all so what happened was they had a um, convention going on, and due to Hurricane Barry, they had to cancel. Like I think they have to cancel the final days, which included a luncheon and an evening gathering, and they had meals already prepped for the sixteen thousand members in attendance. And so what they did was with the seventeen extra thousand. 17,000 extra meals. They donated them to the Second Harvest Food Bank of South Louisiana. And the plan is for them to freeze them, freeze the meals, turn them up, warm them up, and then pass them out. Yeah. That's dope. That's all. Um, okay. So, according to the Center of Disease huh? Control, about 700... Listen, I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> About 700 women die from pregnancy-related issues in the United mm-hmm. States every year. Um, three and five of the uh, three and five of those deaths mm-hmm. are preventable, and one third of those deaths happen up to a mm-hmm. year after birth. Um, because also, black women are three times more likely to die from pregnancy or childbirth-related mm-hmm. causes. Because of this, <laughs> Serena Williams and Mark Cuban, who is um, part owner of the Dallas Mavericks and a Shark Tank mm-hmm. investor, um, they are investing in a startup company that is fighting maternal m- mortality. See, mm-hmm. those, I almost messed up. Um, so, so far, uh, $3 million has been invested mm-hmm. into the company. Um, the, the company's name is Mommy, M-A-H-M-E-E. Um, she, um, Serena wanted to invest in this company because of the bleak data that surrounds maternal death. I also feel like it has something to do with, you know, her experience after child, during childbirth, um, giving birth to her baby. Right. Um, cause this article doesn't specifically say that, but I believe that that is another reason. Um, so this um, company was founded in 2014. It's an online platform and assists women with tracking their health um, and the health of their child after birth. Um, it provides supplemental health professionals, including lactation consultants who can help mothers with basic questions. Um, the CEO, Melissa Hanna, said technology is not going to save the world. It's going to save the maternal health care industry um so i will be very excited to see where this goes um they are connecting with well-known health facilities like cedar sinai um in los angeles so um it's pretty dope and they're also offering it to people who receive their health coverage through medicaid um as long as their hospital Mm -hmm. offers it so Shout out to Serena. And, well, and I have Cuba. one more thing. Ow, ow, it's about ow. to be a real bitch birthday. Ah! Oh, I can't. <laughs> Jesus. So, y'all, make sure y'all flood my girl page. Hit her on Twitter. Hit her on the gram. And wish the carrier of teens, the mother of daughters, the Ooh. lady Come with on the now. shit. The producer of this show, the creator of titles, 
Christmas tea and happy birthday. Yes. Ooh, child, listen, y'all. Okay, so this year is my last year in my 30s. So throughout the next year, and Fee didn't know I was about to say this, but I'm just going to say that um, over the next year, I'm going to be doing very special things because I want to bring in 40 with us. Okay. So I will keep you all posted because I want my friends to join in with me. And that includes, you know, my friends who are my listeners. You know, my shit talkers, I want y'all I'm to be excited. right with me. So just be on the lookout. It ain't a bucket list. It's just some shit that I want to do before okay. I turn 40, okay? okay? All on the clock. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, that's our show. If you have topics, questions, want to take me out for my birthday and buy me a drink. Um, oh, uh. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe not the last one unless I really know you, friend. <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> let's uh, hit us up. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at Two Chicks Talking Shit. You can email us the number Two Chicks, T A L K I N S H Y T, at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And until next week. Peace out. Oh, shit. God damn. I'm going to get it together. I am. I'll be throwing it. I'll be throwing it to you. And I'm going to try to get a drink of water, mind your business, and be a blessing, y'all. Thanks and for listening. And be a blessing, hot girls. Well, my hot girls, girls and hot girls. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>